0: A Lifetime Original Podcast.
1: Sydney, do you have the cameras covered on your technical devices? See, whatever you need to see, let me know (laughs) what I'm doing, because I'm sure I'm in
0: here doing some up shit. So if you want to catch me red-handed, hands are red, bloody. (laughs) I love a Lifetime
1: movie. I'm every woman in this Lifetime movie. I went from going, this is unrealistic casting, to going, oh no, this is the most realistic casting. With
0: this cheating, you receive a free trip to Tuscany.
1: And I actually need to be listening and learning and carrying more babies.
0: Lifetime channel, you hitting this with a comedy that is unexpected. <laughs> what do you want me to say?
2: That you're a cheater.
1: I'm a cheater
2: that you fell in love with me. No, I
1: did not fall in love with you. Yes. No, I love my husband. Well, you did it that night! Hello, and welcome to another episode of I Love a Lifetime Movie. I am Megan Gailey, and this week I am joined by my friend and yours, but a slight update to her resume since the last time she graced this podcast. Please help me in welcoming Emmy Nominated. Do we hear that? Emmy-nominated actress, Sydney Washington. (gasps) Wow, 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 wow. Humble me.
0: But yeah, that bitch
1: is Emmy-nominated. Can you believe? That is, truly, I can believe. But it's also (laughs) insane. Like, it's too, it's like believable and insane at the same time. Well, let me tell you that day that I woke up,
0: it was not believable for me. I said, why am I getting these messages and phone calls? it's, It's too early. You know, my eyes are like, there's still crust in it. My bonnet was slint like linked over. I was like, what, "What's going on?" But people were very excited, and now I'm actually into it. And be like, "Yeah, that's what's going on in my life."
1: Wow. I mean, when you go, because I know you're traveling recently. When you're at the airport, are you like Emmy nominated. So is that group one? <laughs> yes, I say
0: that while
1: they're seating me right next to the bathroom, babe. It's the best <laughs> seats ever
0: for Emmy nominated. <laughs> Sydney Washington,
1: (laughs) (laughs) will you be going to the ceremony? That's what they said. That's what they said. Yeah! Wow, Sydney, this you're actually the best person I know to be nominated because the look you're got. Like you know, sometimes people get nominated, (laughs) and we'll say for quote unquote writing. Wow, wow, and they show up, and it's like, oh ho hum. You know, pulled something out of their closet for you. I mean, you turn a look at an open mic, this like not true. that we're going to those anymore, but back in the day, no, so I, it's did. Like, I can't even, I can't even imagine what you're going to wear for the Emmys. Well, I'm
0: crossing my fingers and hoping that, you know, the good days that I usually have, I'm hoping that it, it's an outstanding day on the day of the Emmys. So,
1: you know, I've never seen you have a bad day. Unfortunately, my mirror has Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, listen, we're on Zoom right now and it offers a touch up. And, you know, mine is cranked all the way up. Basically Vaseline, like smeared across my computer. I see the glow. I see the glow. Thank you. Mommy wear. Mommy wear. Thank you. Yeah. People are like, you're glowing. I'm like, "Mm, okay. When I posted a photo of Sydney meeting little baby Conrad, there were people that only reacted to Sydney. Said, baby who? They said, who is this gorgeous woman? I had posted a picture of Eva from America's Next Top Model, like uh, a story before, and people were saying, I thought this was an, an America's Next Top Model post. Well, you know, I have yearned for
0: attention just like the people on America's Next Top Model, yeah. but I, yeah, that was a good photo. Conrad made me look good, and I was like, should I have a baby?
1: <laughs> should I have a white-leaning baby? I have a white baby? <laughs> yeah, CJ said it looked like a skincare ad that <laughs> Conrad got, like, put into, and that he was nervous. <laughs>
0: and, you know, as as a, as a lesbian I can adopt so Conrad would definitely be the type of baby I want me and my partner wow. would definitely adopt so
1: and you know I think the listeners will agree that obviously it sounded like I loved being pregnant so much that I'm happy to carry for you and Jojo yeah I feel like baby number 2 or 3 <laughs> that it will be ours and that will be
0: your allyship to the community
1: yeah so okay all right I you know <laughs> and and I actually need to be listening and learning and carrying more babies. Here we go. I do think this ties us into our film today because it's, you know, it kind of is about couples learning and couples um, branching out, yes. if that's a way we could say it. It is. I, I was going to say, Meg, that trust,
0: trust is a
1: really big
0: theme in this movie.
1: Yeah. So today's film is called Sin Fidelity. A Truly perfect title. And here's the little log line for you. Angela's husband, Greg, has a history of infidelity. After years of counseling, she's finally able to forgive him. But when he starts showing signs of cheating again, to even the score, Angela sleeps with Franco, the photographer. (laughs) <laughs> using that term loosely. Love that log line. Gore. Oh, it's not even over, Sydney. Oh, but oh. when she discovers Franco has become dangerously obsessed with her, Angela's vengeful act could lead to her demise.
0: I just want to say that infidelity, nothing new. Grow up. Okay,
1: find right. another thing to talk about, guys. That log line is a meal and mm-hmm. there's a lot to unpack. So I do think we should not hesitate and we should get right on into
0: right it. Right in. Okay, let's do that.
1: Okay. So we open on a man who has a camera and he is drinking a beer and he's like walking around a neighborhood. He knocks on a door with a butcher knife in his back pocket. So it's like, oh boy. And a woman answers. She doesn't want to see you, Tyler. Just let me talk to her. She's not here. She doesn't want to talk to you. It's over. We'll call the cops if you show up again. And slams the door. So he's up to no good. We can deduce. But
0: that's how you get interested. When I saw that, I was like, okay, I'm in. Let's yeah. go. What, is, yes. what are we
1: doing? Yes. So then we are at a roller rink. And then I was excited because it's like, this is a new, fresh location. The lights were down. The fluorescents were up. Really fun, pretty brunette. She's rolling around, and there's a guy standing over in the shadows, but clearly out in the open, like not hiding at all, just snapping photos of her. Weird, weird, very weird. No, so weird. And then he like dodges away, so she's freaked out, and so she starts trying to basically get out of the roller rink, like goes to her lockers trying to get her stuff, and then the man accosts her. She calls him Tyler, and... While he is taking photos of her incessantly, I'm sure, Sydney, this happens to you. But let's hope this next part does not happen to you. He starts yelling at her. <laughs> you cheated on me. You did it. Yes, you did. You cheated and you lied. Oh. Say it. And then he makes her say it. And that's not good enough for him because then he stabs her with the butcher knife, and continues to take photos. At the roller rink, it's just
0: like, these people, didn't. they're here to have a good time. They want to slip and slide, and now you're stabbing.
1: It's just wrong. How do you ruin such a, like, sweet, kind place? I know. So we cut to 10 years later. We are now 10 years in the future, which is present day. We are at a swanky house party. There's jazz music, and there's a man with a camera around his neck. So I'm wondering if that's the same man, but he says he is actually an accountant. And I think this camera is a social crutch that he uses. Cause like Sydney, we know a lot of weirdos and we have to go to parties with lots of weirdos. And when someone has like a quote unquote prop with them at a party, you're like, this is this is a freak. Yeah,
0: but we also know that cameras is a great way. It's a great, like, conversation starter. It's, it's it, it, like, you know, all of us who want the fame and wants good photos, we're going to be obsessed with somebody who has A camera. That's just how you make friends with
1: people. Oh, I'll say this name to you. Mindy. Yeah, And we both know what that means immediately. I got a Mindy. I got a Mindy. That's a real photographer. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we meet Angela. She is the lady of the house. She's the hostess of the party. She has a wine business. And the party is being thrown in honor and celebration of her husband's company. And there's a merger. We don't know what the merger is, but we're going to hear the word merger 400 times in this (laughs) film. So she meets photographer guy. He's an accountant at the company. They're having friendly conversation, maybe a, a tad flirtatious. He introduces himself as Franco, which is a bet, which is a sexier name than than Tyler. Tyler. You're, not gonna,
0: sure. you're not gonna You're not going to give
1: it up to a Tyler. You're just not. No. And so the only thing that we have to go off right now is that. Tyler had a camera and Franco had a camera, but I have a hunch that they're probably the same person. And so he offers to take a picture of her and she's like, Oh, I can use this for my wine business. And he says that he does photography as a hobby. And it's like kind of a cool camp. Like it's like on film. It's something, you know, when movies are like shot in a certain way and people are like, I got to see Like he's got that vibe. Yeah. He goes to arts theaters, I bet. <laughs> and then we find out he has a dark room. And when I hear that, I go, we're going to see that dark room in this film. I just know it. Tons of times. That's where the the magic is really going to happen. Oh, yeah. And dark rooms are scary because it has that red light. And like when you go in there, even if it's not Sin Fidelity, the vibe is horror because of the lighting in general. Wait, hold on. No, no, no. It always
0: reminds me of TLC's Red Light so I always think of it like sensual and cool and r and wow. vibes, but you think of horror. And that's yeah. why we're just just two different type of people. But wait, Megan, you forgot to put out there that Angela is stunning. stunning. Okay, Gorgeous hair. Like she should be yes. in a like Tresemme commercial. Full lips, gray eyes, natural yeah. lashes. Like she's a hottie. She's, she's a baddie.
1: No, she's... Really, really beautiful. Really beautiful. And then we meet her husband, Greg, who can only be described as a twerp. Like, true, like, they are such a mismatched couple that I was like, who did this? And then I thought to myself, no, this is actually real life because women this gorgeous end up with men like this all the time. That's just what it is. Like, you just
0: can't escape it because a guy like that, who's just, you know, regular degular rough draft face is going to be the one that's like, oh, I want to provide. I want to take care of you. The nerve, the nerve to always be cheating. But yes, that's the one that's like, I'm going to take care of you. And ruin your life at the same time.
1: Yeah, I just, I I went from going, this is unrealistic casting to going, oh no, this is the most realistic casting. (laughs) And so it hurt me deep down in my soul. Greg gives a speech. It's not that great. This is our last
2: gathering to celebrate everything that we have accomplished together. Uh, For five long years, we have built this company from the ground up. And I just want to toast everybody for their incredible hard work. Oh, and also a very special thank you, of course, to my beautiful wife, Angela, for sticking by me after the countless trips out of town and late nights at the office. So thank you, babe.
1: And it's not, he's just not, like, the whole film I'm searching for the reason Angela is with Greg. So then we see Angela, she sneaks out of the party and she's in their yard and she sees her husband, Greg, talking to like a younger, also very pretty woman through the window. And you see her kind of like clock it. But then she goes over to her neighbor's house. She goes through like the side door and the neighbor immediately pulls a gun on her. Love that neighbor. And I want to be friends with that neighbor. I love Jeannie. That's the name of the neighbor. The one thing I don't love is that she pulled the gun and then we find out that she's babysitting their daughter.
0: (laughs) Oh, Lord, have mercy. She's protecting the family. She's protecting she is, the
1: family. So she is. she's actually going above and beyond her job. Yes. So daughter of Angela and Greg, Vivian, such a cute name for like, and, and this little girl is a Vivian yeah. through and through. So she's over at Jeannie's house, the neighbor. And I'm like, is the gun loaded? Like, and Jeannie goes, oh, don't worry. I just always have it up here where she can't reach it. And it's like on top of the TV. <laughs> she can totally reach it. It's like she got yes. one of those little stool thingies. Like, come on, girl. Okay. So... Angela checks in on Vivian. Vivian's like, I'm good over here. I've got my iPad. I've got Jeannie, who basically ends up being her mother in this film. I'm good to go. So Angela heads back to the party and on her way, she runs into an equally gorgeous friend, beautiful, love her energy, black woman named Claire. She's a vibe. Yes. And so at this point in the film, we've met Jeannie Angela, Claire, and and I'll throw Vivian in there. And I'm like, I love every woman in this movie. I am every woman. I am every woman in this wow. lifetime movie. Yeah. And I'm probably closer to Jeannie. <laughs> I'm I'm a merger of I'm a merger because merger is the word of the day. I'm a merger of Angela and Jeannie. I'm a Vivian because I'm young and I don't have any responsibilities. And I would say that you've got a little bit of Claire too. From what we learn of Claire and the way she likes to give advice throughout this film. Okay, Meg. (laughs) So the gals are back in the party, Claire and Angela, and Angela gets introduced to Greg's new secretary, Lisa. And Angela is like, strangely, I haven't heard anything about you. Loved that, that she was like, I don't know who you are. What happened? And Lisa is like, don't we have some numbers to go over? And then they go into his office at the house, close the door and are, quote unquote, going over some numbers. Weird, right? We're going over some numbers. I mean, listen, we're going to take it at face
0: value. We're going over some numbers. That can be a possibility.
1: Yes, it can. I also was like, there is an accountant at the party. So if they're going over numbers, wouldn't the accountant go in? Maybe it's his day off. I don't know. I'm trying to be positive. I know. I know nothing about business. So it's like, maybe maybe there's numbers. Seems like a strange time to have to do it. Mm -hmm. Lisa's wearing these like really pretty earrings that Angela clocks. And that's really all you need to know about them so far. But Claire, best friend, like, pops up and she's like, she's cute. And Angela's like, yeah, she's beautiful. And you can tell there's that moment of like, well, my husband has a new hot assistant, so this isn't great. And then later in the evening, once the party is over, Angela goes into the office and finds one of those pretty earrings that Lisa was wearing.
0: But wait, if we've ever had an earring in our ear, Earrings fall. Yes, but do
1: they fall while you're going over numbers? There's a lot of numbers. It's a lot of numbers. It's a lot of numbers. Maybe, maybe. Okay, so then Greg and Angela are in bed and Angela's like, Wow, your secretary is a quote unquote bombshell. And Greg's like
2: I love you. You have nothing to worry about. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I think it's kind of sexy, actually. What?
0: No. Yes. No. And
2: and I saw you flirting with Franco tonight at the party.
0: Okay,
1: not.
2: You were, and it's okay, (laughs) because I know you love me.
1: I think that's Is that gaslighting? Uh, It's something. I don't, I
0: want to say it is gaslighting, but because I use gaslighting, in all, my, in all the time. all, my, yeah, all yeah. my conversations, I want to think of it as something else. It's more of a, like, deflecting. It's deflecting.
1: Okay. It's okay, deflecting. thank you. Yeah. Okay, glad you're here. Because mm-hmm. I would have called that gaslighting and just moved on with my day. Okay. And then she's, like, trying to get freaky with Greg. This is gorgeous. Angela is trying to have sex with her husband, Greg. And he's like, I got a lot going on. And then rolls over and starts texting again. Ah.
0: Ah. That hurt. That not hurt as somebody who I'm obviously I'm not married, but I'm in a relationship and but I've also been there where I've rolled over like, man, I'm just beat. I'm hurting. 100%. I'm tired.
1: Oh, I've been Greg. I've been- but I don't think Greg has any reason to be gregging right now the numbers were full had a lot oh. of numbers to work on so uh, i just i'm feeling for angela mm-hmm. i want angela out of this marriage and we don't even know all the bad stuff yet. right okay so the next morning angela is doing wine business <laughs> things no the invoices are late because i'm having a hard time keeping up with the wine orders it's i'm just a little behind on accounting Okay, please just give me a week and I I will have everything in order, okay? Her wine business is, you know, it's present and it's also not there at all. And she's like holding the earring. Like she is not able to let go of this very ominous earring hanging in her house. And then Franco shows up at the door. And because the night before she'd asked him if he had an accountant friend that could look at her books, quote unquote, okay. And so he's like, hey, my accountant friend, she's actually on maternity leave. She's not taking on new clients. I- Heard that, I said, well, that sounds like a dream come true. I wish I was this accountant. But he (laughs) offers, since his friend isn't able to do it, that he would be more than happy to take a look at her books.
0: No. And I'm sure he would want to take a look at her books. And that's where where I was just like, the conversation is weird. And we got to tap out. Because how is you, as somebody working with my husband, wants to look at the books? You would definitely say, hey, it's a conflict of interest. I don't want to be involved.
1: So you're unprofessional up top, okay? Right. When I saw him at the front door, I was like, nope, absolutely not. And he's like, I didn't have your email. Okay, you work with my husband. Like, ask Lisa to ask him. It's too much, it's too much in my
0: face. Like it is. Total contact. But I do want to say that doesn't he kind of look like the guy from Scream? Oh, Liev Schreiber. Yes. Yes, he does. He has the face. He does have that face and that kind of like the the, the eyes. It's like, yeah, it's, it's a yeah. little sultry, but also creepy, but also like, oh, I'm dark haired and light eyes. So you are into me.
1: Yeah, because and, and this is a, a pet peeve of mine. They do sort of paint him as like a hottie. Like the words, the script wants us to believe he's a hottie. I do not find Franco to be hot at all. But I see it though. I see it. That's why I said he looks like the guy from
0: Scream. But like now, you know, maybe, uh, maybe like a second cousin, a second cousin that's, you know, it's not, he doesn't have all the good genes, but he's, I I feel it. And I could
1: see how somebody could be like, oh shit. Okay. Is Franco, is Franco free? Is he single? Yes. Especially when you throw in that he's an accountant. Yeah. When someone has like a job like that, you're like, is the accountant hot? Huh? Like you're almost like confused by it. Oh, wait. He he has health insurance? Yes. I'm interested. Yeah. And he's a forensic accountant. So it almost sounds, you know, CSI-esque. Yes. Like a sexier version. So Angela at first is like, no, I can't have you do it. But then she, you know, gives in. They make plans to meet at the like coffee shop cafe the next day. And then he is like, oh, remember that photo I took of you? And he hands it to her. It's black and white. So that is already like sex. And it's a gorgeous photo because she's gorgeous. And she goes, I love it.
0: (laughs) I mean, I, I, I honestly, I would say that because to get, first of all, she's already beautiful, so she's seen yeah. amazing photos of her, and that's why the black and white really touched her because she's probably always getting color photos and that's play Mm -hmm. give me some Mm -hmm. black and white let me get classics let me let me feel like I'm
1: somebody okay yeah film noir Mm -hmm. french yeah and but it's just so funny to see a photo of yourself this is what I do too to see a photo of yourself and go I love it (laughs) (laughs) it's the best it's she got a Mindy she got a Franco she got got a Mindy shout out to
0: Mindy Tucker thank you babe
1: okay so then we see a just a, a short scene of the family greg angela and vivian at dinner greg is silent so you you know they're just setting up that greg sucks and it's like they don't even need to set it up that much because it's like we're already on board that he sucks yeah so the next morning angela is like getting Vivian sings ready for school and Greg leaves his phone on the counter. And then she's like, you can tell, she's like, do I look at his phone? Do I not look at his phone? She looks at it, of course. Thank you, girl. And some suspicious text messages pop up from Lisa, the secretary, that are like, we can't let your wife know. If your wife finds out, I'm going to feel so guilty. You know where to meet me. Like very, very suspicious what we've all known is going on is going on, and now we have confirmation of it.
0: And girl, you can't, you can't call him and say that. Why
1: are you leaving that via text? It's just strange. Yes. It's like you want, you, you want to get caught. They're the clunkiest. So Angela calls over Claire, and we find out that Greg cheated 10 years ago when Angela was pregnant. He promised he wouldn't do this again. I'm sorry? Again? Angela, it was when I was pregnant with Vivian and I I wanted to forgive him. And I I did. And then with the secretary, I just I got this bad feeling. And then the text messages. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty obvious what's going on. This makes my blood
0: boil. Listen, I don't even I don't even have to be pregnant for somebody to cheat on me. And my blood is off the rick. Absolutely. okay. I'm I'm infuriated just hearing about this.
1: So this brings her back to that moment and all of those emotions that I think she thought were probably like, oh, we went through counseling, I'm over it, are like immediately back. And they're on the verge of their 10 year anniversary. So that's making it even worse. So it's like, dog, you cheated when you were newlyweds and she was, Greg is trash. And so Claire (laughs) gives the great advice of- You don't want to leave him?
0: You get even, you have your own affair. That's what I would
1: do. Claire sounds
0: single as because f- that is a sing that's a single girl that girl. Have yeah. a hot girl summer. Live a little. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got a whole family to take care of and you know, salvage. But
1: girl, pop that pee. You deserve yours. You deserve yours, yeah. Angela. Mm-hmm. I find this advice to be hilarious. And It also seemed like Claire did not know that Greg cheated on Angela 10 years ago. And I'm like, for best friends, they seem to know very little about each other because Claire keeps calling her ex, my ex. Like, it's like, wouldn't she be like, David, you know, like you would like say that she's like my ex. Well, my ex, he's a private eye. And I'm like, did you guys meet two weeks ago? If so, fast and fun friendship.
0: As a woman that used to live in New York, best friends come fast. Yes. You can give me a ponytail holder in the bathroom next week. Best friends. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh, you gave me a mm-hmm. stick of gum and a tampon on the same day. Okay. You're my emergency contact. So it's, right. I mean, we're not going to drag them for being like friends that don't know everything about each other.
1: No, I actually found it to be refreshing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or she was like, if I tell Claire that Greg cheated on me when I was pregnant, she's <laughs> never going to come to our house again. Right. So she just like didn't ever tell anybody. And Claire has that face that like, she'll
0: just never get over it yes. and she's going to have an attitude the whole time.
1: Yes. Which she does for the rest of the film. <laughs> thank God. Thank God. And I felt seen. I felt seen in that. Yes. At this point, I'm wondering aloud is Greg rich? Not hot, not nice, cheated when she was pregnant, and is in charge of a company. So I'm like, I think Greg must have.
0: Buku bucks. He don't have to though. As, I know. As an everyday woman and uh, used to be heterosexual, you don't need to have any of that. I just have to have feelings for you. I have to be like, you are a person that's breathing every single day. And I
1: love you. And yeah. I'm going to be down. I'm a ride or die. <sighs> I guess so. I'm like hoping he's rich. Cause it, I'm, I'm searching and, and there's no reason for her to be there. So later that day, Greg calls Angela says, Hey babe. Um, I'm
2: really sorry I'm going to be late tonight. It's going to be like this the next two weeks until the merger.
1: I thought you said you were going to pick up Vivian. I know I said I would do
2: it, but there's just
1: no way I'm getting out of here. And then we hear Lisa bring him in something and he goes, Lisa, you're the best. And she goes, no, you're the best. And I'm like... Okay, now I almost think maybe they're not having an affair because they're being so obvious that it would be insane for them to think that they could get away with an affair like this.
0: Yeah, as soon as I saw that back and forth, I said, hmm, this is a setup or (laughs) they're just, are they distant cousins? Like, this is strange.
1: (laughs) No, it is.
0: It's just a conversation that nobody really has in real life.
1: No, no. Especially not in a post me too era. Okay, Greg, read read a newspaper. (laughs) Right. So Angela obviously starts to spiral like bad and hard. So she goes over to Jeannie's house. No gun is pulled on her, and she asks Jeannie to pick up Vivian. And then Jeannie's like, "Listen, I know I made you uncomfortable with the gun, and so she shows that she got a safe. Okay, this is responsible gun ownership. She got a safe, and that she types in." the code and angela's like two four three four that's your address is it too obvious i mean if someone tried to break in i think that's the first thing they try
0: love the comedy guys love yes. lifetime channel you hitting us with the with the comedy that is unexpected we're just not <laughs> we just didn't
1: see this turn via a, a, a gun gun issue no no didn't see it coming and so Angela's like, why don't you change it to our address? And Jeannie's like, great idea. And at this point, I'm like, I don't think Jeannie should have a gun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm afraid.
0: <laughs> I want no guns in that, on that block, actually.
1: No. So, cut back to Angela's house. She is packing up her clothes. Like, she is out of, she has a roly suitcase, and she is putting blouses and slacks. Like, she is packing, she Just is through. leaving. Yes. Goodbye. And then, ugh. The petty move I admire. She puts the earring she found on Greg's pillow. Like, you figure it out when you get home. And then, in a wild turn of events, she still goes to meet Franco at the cafe to talk about her books.
0: Baby girl. <laughs> baby gal. I mean,
1: Angela had time. She had f- time. She said, you know what? I'm going to pull up and we still going to get things done. Yeah. I was like, oh, wow, I thought maybe you were going to text him and be like, hey, today's not a good day. But she's like, listen, my wine business is going to have to support Vivian and me now, so I'm going to get things figured out. So we see them at the cafe, and Greg is incessantly calling because he knows something is wrong. And then Franco is like, yeah, actually, everyone in the office thinks they're having an affair, too. What, Franco. Franco. What?
0: I want some gasoline uh, the gasoline on the fire fuegos.
1: goes oh my gosh Come listen on to, to this Franco.
2: i don't want to talk out of turn but people in the office were wondering if something was going on no proof of course but if it's true i'm so sorry if i told you i know how you felt would that help what would help us to find out how to stop hurting <laughs> that's the toughest part But I promise you, you will find love again. No matter how badly someone's hurt you, there is love out in the world for you, Angela.
0: How do you know?
2: Because I was hurt. She cheated. And I, I lost my mind. But now I know that love is possible again.
1: Okay. I'm like, Franco, you're getting fired. (laughs) Like you are in, this is your boss. And you're like telling his wife, yeah, I think he's cheating too. Franco said, I don't want
0: that job. I got photography. Okay, this is really—that's <laughs> what's really gonna bring in the big bucks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so while they are at this, what I take to be a coffee shop, a live band sets up and starts performing. You know, what? we can we can find another place to work. Actually, follow me. And. I rolled my eyes and then I was like, oh my God, this must be how people feel when comedy shows start. But no,
0: no, because actually a live band, they respect that craft. Yeah. Comedy can, is like, <laughs> I just want to have an espresso latte or whatever. It's like, now I got to hear about your dramas, you know, right. but when up the band is on, you're
1: like, oh, it's a little
0: off key, Ambiance. but you,
1: you know, they, they're working. They're working, they're doing their craft. So we're even work. I mean, we used to call it ambush shows. it would be like, oh yeah, you're doing an ambush show at like a really nice Italian restaurant. And people are just going to be having ravioli while you talk about, you know, all the sex you had in college. They might throw the bread basket at you, but it's going to be a (laughs) blast. (laughs) Yep, we're sick. So this scene really made me take a long, hard look in the mirror. Yeah. And so... Franco is like, do you want to dance? <laughs> so they get up and dance. And then the cafe, this band has turned this coffee shop into a full-blown country western honky-tonk. The comedy just don't stop. They
0: can't stop, won't stop. They said, listen, I know you th- th- You might think about murder and cheating with Lifetime Channel. No, we're hitting you no. with the hits, okay? We got guns. We got we got a honky. We got line dancing. Yeah, line dancing. How the range? The range.
1: We are in a suburban neighborhood at 4 p.m. Hearing fiddle. I <laughs> said, I I want to go to this cafe and tear it up. Okay, so meanwhile we cut between the freaking like. Lady Gaga time of real life Angela's having with Greg who is still frantically trying to find Angela calling, leaving messages, and then he sees the earring on the pillow, and he calls Lisa. Did
2: you by any chance lose one of those earrings? I did. Why didn't you tell me?
1: Because they were
0: so expensive. I'm sorry, but I already ordered a replacement, so please don't be mad. It'll be here tomorrow. We have to be more careful. I hate all this lying. Yeah, me
1: too. Girl, you're fired. You're fired. Franco's fired. Lisa's fired. The merger's falling through. He's got to start all over. He's got to start from scratch. He's got oh to get, get some new employees. Okay, so now we're back at the honky tonk. No, 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 no. Just setting the scene, and Angela and Franco start making out. Now, I and let me tell
0: you the things that don't get me damp: the cafe. The line dance, the honky tonk, none of that is getting me drip, drip, soaking wet. So I'm, I'm confused again. I'm like, should I be laughing?
1: (laughs) No. And like, this is one of those situations where we know that Angela has just found out that her husband is cheating. There is not a world where it would go from, look at my books to these two making up there is no chemistry there is no vibe it's truly insane and then next thing we know she's at his place well let me
0: tell you if hold on let me tell you if patron cafe was involved i could see that happening escalating very quickly so okay i, I i'm just i'm i don't know if
1: she had a couple of her bottles of wines or whatever but maybe <laughs> I, but when she shows up he said he had a chai latte and <laughs> I drink a chai latte probably three days a week, probably more than I'm supposed to. And I still am, Greg, turning down sex and texting.
0: Listen, let me tell you, chai latte is the new aphrodisiac, okay? If <laughs> you right. don't know, now you know. Okay, it, it is the blue pill now.
1: Okay, well, you better tell CJ because he's not going to believe that. He's going to go, nope. all it does is make Megan poop. So it's good for, you know, coming and going. Mm-hmm. So they're back at Franco's place and Franco's place is covered, covered. In giant photos, massive photos of the girl that we saw at the roller rink get murdered. And Angela obviously clocks this because they're on every single surface. And it starts to really creep her out. And then Franco says that they are photos of his niece and she was murdered. And he starts crying.
0: Yeah, that's when I had to pause. And um, I had to reset the room. I said, yeah, let me go get some uh, chai lattes or whatever because yeah. this, is, this is a bit much.
1: Yeah, so take a listen to Franco's explanation. She
0: was murdered 15 years ago. It Still
2: haunts me. I, I feel like I could have stopped it, but I didn't. It just breaks my heart.
0: I can't imagine what you and
2: your family went through. You have a good heart, Angela. I
1: haven't met anyone like
2: you in a really, really long time.
1: Okay. At this point, we see Angela wipe his tears away, very sensually. And then it goes straight into sex.
0: Yeah, this is definitely a fantasy for a man. Because I I just can't see that. I I can't see me wiping somebody's tears away and then immediately be like, you know what, I'm taking these tears and I'm just gonna apply it somewhere that so I can get ready for this.
1: Yeah, and and let me ask you something. Yeah. So say you show up at someone's house mm-hmm. and there's photos of a person everywhere, black and white, gorgeous, like some of them candid, some of them posed, just like the whole house covered in them. And then they say, Oh, that person was murdered. Aren't you thinking you're the murderer? Yeah,
0: especially if it's this cis straight white man, absolute hot yeah. I'm going to be like, it's time to go. I'm running out.
1: Yeah, you're a murder. Why do you have this many photos? That's insane. But that's not what, it, I mean, they have sex. And I like Angela. She lives on the edge. She doesn't, I do really, she doesn't follow rules. She doesn't no. look at context clues. She's just no. like, yeah, we're living minute to minute. Minute to minute. And it's, she's like, I'm gorgeous. And because the thing is, men have been trying to have sex with Angela. Married, not married, pregnant. You know, like she's been having dicks thrown at her left and right. Franco just happened to be right place, right time, where she thinks her husband is having sex with a secretary.
0: Okay, but also he's the dick with the camera. So even, even more True. appealing for her, you know?
1: And he works for her husband, which is kind of like knife-in twist. Ugh, sorry about the knife. Yeah, this is how you get back at somebody. So Greg is still trying to find Angela. He calls Claire, best friend. And Claire is like, Well, if she was here, I wouldn't tell you. Okay, Greg, and if she's not home... You probably deserve it. It was like, thank you. This is what we needed to happen in this film, finally. (laughs) And then we cut back and Angela and Franco are having sex. And then Franco afterwards is like trying to have cuddle talk. And he's like, can I ask you a question? And Angela's like, please don't. (laughs) And then he's like, okay, well, I'm going to ask you anyways. And it's not like, do you want eggs? It's, are you going to leave your husband? And that's why I love the
0: realistic confidence
1: that this Mm -hmm. man
0: has. Because he's like, first of all, I cried. Put the pipe down. I guess the pipe was put (laughs) down. And I'm like, So you're leaving your man now. You're leaving your husband. You're dropping Vivian off at the babysitter forever. Like, we're done. You're you're moving in with me
1: now. Yep. And Angela's like, Yeah, I'm leaving him. No, once a cheater, always a cheater. And then she turns to Franco and she goes, Am I a cheater? And he says, What happened tonight doesn't count. What? Yeah, they definitely was
0: drinking cafe Bertrand, cuz ain't, no <laughs> <laughs> ain't
1: no way. And I'm like, let me reiterate. Franco was getting fired. <laughs> like Franco, uh, you are not touching these books ever again. He uh, listen, Franco said, "You can't fire me. I already fired myself." Right. Yes. Resignation letter. I mean, you you actually don't even need to submit two weeks when you have sex with the boss's wife, you know? Right. So at this point, it's the morning. Angela did not come home and neither did Vivian. (laughs) So Greg is like, where is everybody? He goes over to Jeannie's house and Jeannie doesn't know what's going on. She's trying to be a helpful neighbor. And Greg's like, did you spend the night here? Is mom with you? She's not here, Greg. She asked me to take Vivian to school today. I'll take her. But I will take her. Like he is so mean to Jeannie. And I'm thinking at this point, doesn't Jeannie have a life she should get back to? I mean, Jeannie was just,
0: I, I was waiting for Jeannie to be like murdering him.
1: Yeah, yeah. I thought she was gonna pull up. She's just trying to help. She's yeah. just trying to help. Okay. So now we're back at Franco's. Angela is still there. I'm like, girl, get out. This is how you can tell she's been out of the game for 10 years. Why did you sleep over? You know, hit it and get out of there. Go to Jeannie's. So she wakes up. She has tons of text messages from Greg and then a couple from Claire. She calls Jeannie and finds out that Greg has come to get Vivian and take her to school. And then Franco is still sleeping and she starts going through photos that he has and there's more pictures of the niece and then there's pictures of not only the crime scene of where the niece was murdered but of the niece like knife in the stomach the niece dead on the ground and then Franco wakes up and he says the man who murdered my niece he was a
2: photographer I keep the photos to remind me of her
0: my question is Franco. So, who are you friends with at the Law and Order SVU? Like, Thank I, you. I I want to know who are you, like, Mariska Hargitay? Like, what's going on, Olivia Benson? Right. Like, you, how do you get these photos? How?
1: How do, do you pay for them? Do you pay for them on a website? Like, how is this possible? No, because there's not even like caution tape up. Like, it's like, they don't have, like, you know, the little triangles they put at, like, the feet to be like, here was something and here was something. (laughs) It's like fresh body. Yeah, there's no white chalk, no nothing. This is the biggest that Angela doesn't look at context cues because she's like. Hmm, okay. Like she is weirded out by it, but then she's like, can you take me to my car?
0: <laughs> she's like, she's one very one track minded. She hears things. And she's like, but I'm already on my way to the car. So it's fine.
1: And he's also like, oh, the murderer, he was a photographer. What that, that's okay. And is that what made you go? I think I'm going to get into photography. Cause you really liked his work. So the killer took the photos, then left the photos there. Like yeah.
0: how it's not adding the ad. No,
1: the oh, addition no. is not adding up, huh? <sighs> the books are not clean. Mm-mm. So he takes Angela to her car and then he's like, can I have one last kiss? And it's like, at this point, Angela has to know I definitely had sex with the wrong guy. Yeah, because it's just like,
0: first of all, you would have just kissed me because you're just like cool like that. But now you're going to ask me? After everything we've been through, now you're going to ask me for the kiss?
1: You're so, ugh, boo! so weird. boo. Boo boo boo! Angela gets back home. I'm sure smelling of Franco mints. Okay, but
0: wait, what kind of what kind of cologne do you think Franco would have on? An Axe body spray? No, because he's not a boy. No, that's
1: that's boy cologne. I I don't know. I think he would hit you with a. Hmm. I don't even know how many. Hmm. Like male, like maybe like an Aquadigio. Do men still wear that?
0: Yes. I could see that.
1: Yeah, a vintage, a vintage
0: Acquadigio. Or, or like some like CVS brand, some like off-brand
1: cologne, like a splash. Yeah, the bottle's blue. (laughs) He's got a body splash on. Oh, so she's smelling a Franco. Greg says he was worried sick. And Angela is like, well, I'm mad because you're clearly having sex with Lisa. And he's like, that's not what's going on. Greg explains
2: a trip to Italy diamond earrings you know most women would be thrilled that what they're are you talking about for our anniversary I didn't have time to pick them up so I asked Lisa to do it before the party and then I guess I don't know she thought it would be funny to wear them but then you noticed them all I was trying to do was surprise you Lisa even booked our tickets to Italy what? Italy Babe, I was gonna tell you tomorrow night for our anniversary. You remembered, of course I remembered. Why wouldn't I remember? We leave right after the merger.
0: Why? Why she went? Why? Why is she touching my things? That's supposed to be a surprise, Greg. You're not making sense. But also, that is something what like a a regular like basic husband would do. Oh, yeah. You, you know,
1: the, the gift that I got you? My assistant is wearing him. No. She's trying him out. What's the problem? So, uh, uh, yeah, I thought it was insane she was wearing the earrings. And now I'm back to thinking that they are actually having an affair. No. Like, the movie is telling us they're not. And I'm like, mm,
0: I feel like something slipped at some point. I don't think they're having an affair. I just think that they're. he's dumb. and Lisa, yeah. And Lisa also is dumb. So they're not thinking. They're just like, Tweedledee and toodledum like, oh, we're going to put this cool surprise together, but we're dropping shit. I'm
1: wearing shit. Things are very weird. Yeah. This is now the second film that we've covered where a wife suspects cheating and then it turns out to be a surprise that I'm like, wow, I wonder if that happens in real life, but there is also cheating. Like, they're like, no, it's a surprise trip, but we are also having sex with each other.
0: Surprise cheating. Yes. Yeah, surprise. Yes.
1: With this cheating, you receive a free trip to Tuscany, which is what you deserve. I mean, yeah. eat, pray, love. Thank you. Send me on my way. Hello. Greg also does not clock context cues because Angela is clearly like, like seems not happy about the trip, not happy about the earrings. seems very upset and is smelling of another man. And Greg's like, well, off to work. (laughs) Like, like he's like, I killed it, man. I did such a good job. He said I did what needed to be done. okay. And also
0: I need to work because I got to make up the money that I I paid for, for this surprise Tuscany
1: trip. Merger. So Angela showers, very smart. And then she gets a text from Franco saying, I miss you. You (laughs) Nope.
0: Nope, we're not doing that. Mm-mm. I used to hate when that happens because it's like, even if I do like you, it's like, ugh, you thirsty. Like, give it a yeah. day. Make me think about you. Make me stressed and make me believe that you were talking to somebody else already. Ugh. Make me think that you're on another
1: date. So I'm like, wow, Angela must have that good, good, you know? Mm-hmm. And so then if that's not enough, Franco shows up at her house and she's like, what are you doing here? And he's like, oh, I have this flash drive for quote unquote, accounting purposes. Because remember, the books. Yeah, And so she's like, I thank you for your kindness and, and for last night, but please don't text me or call me anymore, okay? And he is like shocked, appalled and judgmental that she is staying with Greg.
0: How are you still with your husband? You lying, cheating whore. How dare, he's furious. He was like, if you're going to be a whore, you're mine.
1: Right. And you need to leave your husband immediately. Okay. So then her day goes on. You know, she's got stuff to do. So Angela picks up Vivian from school. Vivian goes to a private school. Don't love that. And we see them being watched. They're in like the crosshairs of a photo lens. And so it's like, obviously, Franco is not taking the hint and it's not even a hint. It was a verbal, please get away from me. So that night, Greg and Angela are in bed, and Franco is calling Angela incessantly, nonstop. And then we see Angela block his number, finally. Then we cut to looking at a laptop and that laptop is showing footage from inside Angela and Greg's home and they are being recorded. And that's why he kept popping up randomly because he was, he was putting in the camcorders. Yes. So he's got the whole house bugged. He's got our phone bugged. Like she, she picked the wrong guy to have sex with, unfortunately. And I don't blame her. Yeah. A man Um, in tech, we, we want no parts. So Angela is on edge, um, so on edge that the next day she's coming into the house and she sees a guy with a camera and she goes up and like accosts him. Franco, I specifically told you that you can't come here. Hey. And it's not Franco, but it's another weird man who's taking a bunch of photos in the neighborhood and she's like, sorry. And I'm like, no, don't apologize to that man. What is he doing?
0: Ask the questions that need to be asked because i I'm gon- I'm going to look at you weird too. So you just taking photos?
1: Yes. Are you Google Images? Yeah. Are you Google Maps? <laughs> Where do you need to be in my neighborhood? Jeannie, get the gun. I need to see certified approval that you could
0: be taking these photos yes. in this neighborhood that has women and children.
1: Are you a surveyor? What is your purpose? Yeah. Okay, so we finally make it to 10-year anniversary night. Greg and Angela are at a sexy restaurant having dinner and Franco is standing in the shadows watching them. But why are they having dinner when they should
0: just be going to Tuscany? Like, you're doing too much, Greg. You're doing too much. We'll have dinner in Tuscany. Why are we here on local, local ground? I don't want to go right. to the regular round the way restaurant. We supposed to be in another country, babe.
1: Things get so bad. Franco is so bold. He walks up to their table and Greg is like, Hey, Hey, it's Franco. Hey. Frank. Franco, how are
2: you? What a surprise. Yeah, you remember my wife, Angela? Yes, the wine expert, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, these these two, they actually maybe do belong together because they're both a little dim. But I
0: also, in the back of my head, I was like, don't Greg and Franco kind of look like they could be related? Hmm, I don't think so. Am I being rude? Cause I'm just thinking like, yeah they're men they they look the same
1: no i'm with you they both i don't like either of them but it's for different reasons okay but maybe that's the family tree so maybe you're right right so angela's obviously freaked out and then they're back at home after dinner they're in bed and angela's like i didn't like that you brought that accountant over to our table like that how well do you really know the guy
2: what why
1: i just want you to make
0: sure you know who you're working with He's like, bitch. We he works for me. What do you mean? How right. well do I know him? You. Right. He was up in the crib when we were having this. Uh, right. When I was having this thing at the house. Like,
1: what's wrong with you? And he was doing books for you. Like at this point, I'm like, Greg, how are you not clocking this? Yeah, it's not really making any sense. So while they're having this conversation, we see that Franco is in his dark room (laughs) listening and watching their conversation while Mm -hmm. developing his stalker photos of Angela.
0: I'm losing my mind because as an individual, as a human being watching this, I was like, is somebody watching me while I'm watching this movie right now? Yes.
1: Yes, and okay, we'll get we'll we'll get to some of my concerns. I promise you, because it gets so bad that so Greg is like annoyed that she's like I don't know who Franco is, and he's like you do know Franco. He took a photo of you that is very beautiful, and so then Angela does classic classic wife thing. Instead of resolving this issue, she goes, "Let's make love." (laughs) I mean, it's a good way to just shut something up. Yeah let's make love. You know, we're, we're going to sweep it under our bed. It's old and faithful. It always works. Yes. So they begin to make love. And then we see that Franco has a camera pulled up and he is going to watch them have sex.
0: Franco, you gotta get a life, bro. Like even if you are a stalker, like have like some side,
1: like yeah. host, some side right. situation. So you're just not you're cute. depressed. Okay. You're an accountant. You're cute. The apartment was decorated. Nice. Take down just even a quarter of the quote unquote murdered niece photos. And like that place could be popping for you
0: or just like make it a studio space, like actually make money from what you're doing. That's me. That's me. See, that's how, you know, I'm in that age bracket. It's like,
1: Come on, start a business. <laughs> what are you waiting for? You have a camera. We're like, Franco, you're renting? Come on, you need to be a homeowner. Yes. We need you to invest. You're buying all this equipment. We need you to get a down payment. Ill,
0: your rent. Who are you, a child? Be an adult.
1: Okay, so they make love. Franco watches. Yikes. So the next day, Angela calls Claire and tells her everything that's happened that greg is not actually cheating and that in that span that she thought he was cheating she had sex with one of his employees (laughs) and clara seems upset that greg wasn't cheating like she's like are you kidding me what about the 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 text and the earring no it was all for me for a surprise for our anniversary So then Angela goes to take a shower and she brings the dog into the bathroom with her and a chair and then like ties the dog's leash around the chair. I didn't understand what was going on. Like never heard of that. Like I, and you know, I
0: watched the dodo on, you know, Instagram and Facebook and they have all these like weird people who rehabilitate animals, but I've never seen anything like that.
1: And I've seen a lot. I'm wondering if that was supposed to illustrate to us that she's scared. That's what I would, like, that the dog has to come into the bathroom with her? Well, that, that didn't look like the type of dog that's going to be protecting babe. I'm so sorry. No, Gracie's a sweetie. And so she gets out of the shower, and she hears Vivian, her daughter, talking to someone. She looks over the banister, and Franco is in the house with Vivian. And this is how Angela reacts. Get out of my house. Vivian, go to your room. Now! Close the door, baby. Get out of my house.
2: Wow, Angela, where are your manners? You haven't even offered me a glass of wine yet.
1: If you ever come near my child again- Well, if your husband
2: asks me again, I'm afraid we're gonna have a problem. He's authorized me at Vivian's school and given me an
1: extra set of house keys.
2: He's my boss, I can't say no.
1: Greg, what? this is so bad okay so angela called greg and needed someone to pick up vivian and instead of doing it himself he sends franco the man that angela has already said she does not feel safe around how
0: come you didn't ask lisa that bitch what was she doing she wasn't drawing in her eyebrows i'm sure she could
1: have picked up the kid come on now and this is the patriarchy speaking why are we asking random men? Because the thing is, we do ask random women all the time. But what, also,
0: Greg, you ain't got no real friends. Where I have not seen a single friend of Greg no. yet. The, no. We are like an hour in. Where are the friends, Greg?
1: You don't even have a brother? Nobody. No. No. And he treated Jeannie so yeah. terribly. So bad. He can't call her. No. Nope. Claire, she has a house listing. Claire's a realtor. Good for her. She's busy. Yeah. So now Franco has a set of keys to the house. Not really, just, the, I feel like the sense, the sense that it's just so easy to
0: attain, lost, yeah. gone.
1: Nope, right. Mm-hmm. So Angela's clearly afraid, freaked out, is trying to like gain back some of her ground. And I also want you to hear this clip and the corner that he now backs them into.
0: Give me those keys, or I swear.
2: You'll call the cops? I wouldn't do that if I were you. See, the funny thing about numbers is if they don't add up correctly, they could seriously hurt the merger. What did you just say? You heard me. I'm so
1: sorry, my daughter was playing with the phone threatening my husband's business
2: that was a very smart move do
1: you know how hard he's worked all of these years
2: tell what i love more about you your beauty or your intelligence oh
1: come on franco be reasonable all i'm saying is i could easily ruin your life
2: we had one night like you ruined
1: mine okay wow all right so he's bringing the business into it and he's basically like i'm gonna bring the business down and on top of that you are a ho we are about to be poor (laughs) So he makes Angela say that she fell in love with him. Like, he's like, tell me you fell in love. Tell me you're in love with me, and then I'll leave you alone. And it's like, that's not how that works. Like, what? That That's going to be enough for you? I don't buy it. Yeah. Also, Franco at the party said that he didn't drink when she, like, brought up her wine business, and then he's been drinking in every single scene. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we, <laughs> yeah. He's, he.
0: I mean, sommelier. He's a sommelier
1: now. Okay, so Greg makes it home from work. Angela... Is clearly upset and yelling at him, like, how could you give Franco keys to our house? And it's crazy to even trust someone to drive your child, like, man, woman, grandmother, like, that is wild to me. And obviously, she's like nine at this point. So I'm sure they're like, we'll let anyone drive her. But it's like, you don't know if Franco's a good driver. I, I'm mad at Greg.
0: Well, if they're living in L.A., we're going to say no. They're definitely, right. There definitely ain't no way anybody is good at that. So
1: no, driving is not the thing here. No, you know, there's actually a company out here. It may be nationwide. They have vetted people that go and pick up your kid for you so it's Mm -hmm. like they you know have to pass I think like a driving test and then also have to like make sure they're not Franco and they will go pick up your kid at school and bring them to an activity still don't trust it still don't trust it. no of course not and this this is why I don't trust it yeah their entire customer service department stand-up comedians are you kidding (laughs) Nope. no I know like four people that worked there So I really hope Naomi doesn't listen to this episode because she is not going to like what's about to happen. Okay. Trigger warning. Gracie the dog is about to be in harm's way. Angela and Greg are fighting. During their fight, they hear glass break. They rush downstairs. Someone has broken a window. And with the shards of glass from the broken window, stabbed Gracie the dog. Are you kidding me? I had to tap out. We didn't need that.
0: It was unnecessary. It was wrong.
1: No, we already know Franco's crazy. Now he's coming after Gracie the dog. I feel like we got to take a break. I'm overwhelmed. All right, let's take a break. We'll be right back. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Okay, so we are back. Okay. So Gracie is rushed to the vet. Greg comes back from the vet. He says, Gracie may not make it. And then there's a detective there who looks like he manages a nightclub. He has (laughs) slicked back hair and a skin tight polo on. I was like, this is a detective. And he says, either of you have any enemies? And Greg is like, no, everyone loves me. You're right. Uh, Greg, you have no friends. Okay. Right. (laughs) You, You yelled at Jeannie, who does have a gun. Maybe it was the woman he had sex with when your wife was pregnant. Ever think about that, Greg? And Angela's like, nope, I'm clean as a whistle, too. So the detective's like, okay, yeah, sure. He's not able to do his job, but is his job letting people in with a clipboard. I yeah. don't know. He said, once
0: you find out who has a vendetta against you, then you'll know who did it.
1: Yeah. Okay, thanks, <laughs> Mr. Thanks. Detective. Wow, you did it. You did it. Oh, thanks for nothing. Yeah. Okay, so... Sun has risen. Gracie is still in the ICU at the vet. Oh. Greg gets a call, and his face immediately falls. And then he starts fixing himself a drink. And it's like seven a.m. Vivian isn't even up yet. And so Angela is like, "Excuse me, what is going on?" And he says,
2: "Vandajim is pulling out of the merger. They want to take another look at the numbers." There's nothing new to look at. Franco turns it upside down and inside out. The numbers are solid.
0: But you know what? What's wild is that when I hear merger, I never think of anything good. I always think there's right. something bad happening when I hear merger. Because when whenever I've been in part of something and a merger happens, layoffs, everything is cut, 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 chop, 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 chop.
1: Well, and that's how we know Greg is bad and full of shit. Because yep. the night before he said no one was mad at him. And it's like, you are at the top of this pyramid and you are merging your company with another company to make yourself a bunch of money. And then you're going to say, screw all the little people. And what's worse, he also says, screw Angela, because she finds out that not only is this bad for business, this is bad for them as a family. He months ago stopped taking a salary and has their home tied up in the merger because he was so certain it was going to go through. And so now if the merger doesn't go through, their savings is gone. Their house is gone. The money is zilch gone. Greg, that was the time for
0: Angela to go get that gun and shoot him, (laughs) not kill him. Just shoot him, hurt him, like in the foot.
1: Yeah, hurt him. Oof. So these stakes are high, and the thing is, it's like when you are having vindictive sex to get back at your husband. I don't think you imagine you're going to lose your house over it.
0: Mm, no, yeah.
1: When you're
0: when you're being petty like that, you everything falls down after that. Nothing good is going to come from
1: cheating and
0: also vindictive cheating.
1: And you. Like When all this like domino effect starts happening With the business I'm imagining this is Franco's doing The whole time Yeah, okay So Angela now has to kind of swallow her pride Go back to the detective And say, like, listen I cheated on my husband And I think this is the guy And he goes, no judgment
0: Judging down His eyes are like,
1: oh Yes, yes She's like You got obsessive How so? to my house and following me, threatening me. And then he's like, I can not report this. And she's like, I thought you weren't judging me. And I think what he's trying to hint at is like, can I get it in too?
0: Yeah. He was definitely be like, so while you're at it, you might as, yeah. well, <laughs> <laughs> you might as well hit me off with a son, son, if you really want this case closed.
1: <laughs> right. Exactly. Which is true, true detective behavior. <laughs> and he's like, listen, your house is gone. Tuscan, he's gone. You might as well. Hop on over. You ain't never had some Detective D. (laughs) Okay, so at least she's come clean to the detective. Is it going to help her? Not at all. That's actually the
0: wrong person to come clean to. Out of all the people to come clean to, babe, this is not who you start off with.
1: So then Angela meets up with Claire. They're at the coffee shop slash (laughs) honky-tonk bar. And Claire is... Trying to, like, help Angela devise a plan that is truly insane. And she's like, you need to tell Greg. Okay, so that part kind of makes sense. And then she's like, "And you two go to the cops together with Franco's work address. Get the accountant arrested that verified the books. They would completely kill the merger." I can't. Angela, you might be dead if you don't do something tonight. That's... I mean, Claire, you realize Franco's nuts, right? Claire is beautiful. Funny great friend,
0: terrible at giving advice. She should Very not be doing advice. it. She should yes. actually clock out. I need you to clock out for me, sweetie. You're not doing, you're not doing the thing when it comes to advice.
1: <laughs> so Angela goes to her car after getting bad advice and there's a photo of her like kissing Greg actually. And it says cheater across it. And so she's freaked out. And we see from the viewpoint that she's also being watched.
0: But also a great photo because it's like if my husband saw this, then he would just be like, oh, you're cheating your husband with your husband? Hmm. Right. Exactly is this is this an anniversary gift is this a surprise anniversary gift
1: yeah she's like great photo of us I love it thank you I'm gonna frame this we're bringing it to Tuscany so Angela goes home she goes up to the flash drive now this is when I started to get confused I'm like is she trying to get the flash drive off of her computer because she knows that that's how Frank watching her is she trying to get the books onto it I did not know but whatever she's trying to do it's going to take 10 hours. <laughs> and I said, "Girl, we got to update your Wi-Fi. Yeah. This is not I mean, I you're down bad, but like we we got to get a uh, mesh in here. We got to get 5G. 10 hours is not going to work. You got to bring the geek squad up in there. And yes. <laughs> fix some wires around." So she starts covering all of the cameras on all of the tech devices so on the computer i'm doing it right now on her phone she even goes to vivian's like ipad that she's playing little games on and covers that sydney do you have the cameras covered on your technical devices see whatever
0: you need to see let me know (laughs) what i'm doing because i'm sure i'm in here doing some (laughs) f***ed up shit so if you want to catch
1: me red-handed hands are red bloody it sounds like you're even looking for feedback like is there I need some listen, notes. i'm doing self-tapes I Could you, some notes. we're in la maybe you have an acting background Please. if you'd love to hop on the phone and be like you know you're leading too much with your forehead when you're doing lines then i'll take it
0: awesome oh, okay that sounds that sounds personal um uh, <laughs> You're talking about yourself, Max. No, no, yeah, no, no. Sure. I think it's just so silly to like cover the already tech stuff. Because if I'm crazy, like Franco, I'm hiding it in the notebook, in the Bible, underneath the chair. Like I'm not going to do the, the obvious like
1: laptop or regular yeah. devices. Come on, Angela. You're smarter than this. He's already in. And that's kind of, I think, how, like, we... It's like, yes, we could cover these things. And honestly, listeners, let me know. I bet you're going to give us feedback that's like, I cannot believe you do not have your little thing covered. But it's like, look, I have to record. I'm filming on it. I I can't cover it. I love living
0: on the edge. I love feeling like I'm in a
1: Lifetime Channel movie, you know? I mean, and we are. We are. Okay. So then... She has time to make Greg a fancy dinner, which I was like, I don't know what he did to deserve that. He's losing your home. And then Greg comes home with from work with who else but Mr. Franco. And that is time
0: to pull out the gun and shoot them both. Like, I just don't what? understand, Angela. I just don't. It's making me upset. It's making me upset that, one, you trusted this man to get married and have a child. And then he's bringing in some rando from work that's checking the books. And then you keep bringing him here.
1: You keep bringing him here. I asked you not to. I know. And the reason that Franco is at the house this time is not even to check the books.
2: Franco overheard someone at the party saying some pretty awful things about me. I didn't think much of it at first, but then when Greg told me about the window. Franco thinks he might be able to identify them. He's going to take a look at some of the security footage.
1: What? He's an accountant. Why is he now playing Sherlock? I don't understand. Franco is all purpose, okay? He's he's there. He has one title, but he's
0: a uh, multi-hyphenate, okay? He can do it all. At this point, I'm wondering if Greg and Franco are also having an affair. Okay. Now that's the conversation they're not ready to have.
1: So Angela <laughs> runs upstairs to check on her <laughs> file transfer, and it still says eight hours. <laughs> the comedy! And so then Franco is like, hot on her tail and then franco comes up and he has a recording of her saying she fell in love with him because remember she he made her say that right, right, right so he's right, playing right. that back he's like threatening her with it that he's gonna like expose her and then dinner gets burnt because nobody's watching it and franco's like i know what i'll do i'll order chinese food so he orders chinese food and then he stays for dinner Oh, my gosh.
0: Talk about overstaying your welcome. I mean, you were never even invited, but
1: Franco- You were not invited. He really knows how to kick his shoes off and just relax and
0: lean in.
1: At this point, I'm like, Angela could not have picked a worse psycho to have sex with. Because, like, we see Franco leaving, and Vivian's like, bye, Franco. And he goes, bye, cupcake. Like, he's friends with Vivian now.
0: But wait, wait, can we just- I'm- I should have said this like earlier, but what's really making me upset is that Angela is so bad that she's making me not think about Greg cheating or being a bad husband. It's me about you. You you are the problem, Angela. This is why your ass got cheated on.
1: Oh, my gosh. It's just so upsetting. Am I being a bad person for saying that? Are you victim blaming? I think you're (laughs) victim blaming in the sense of Angela picked the worst husband. So she is a victim of her own choices. And now we're finding out not rich, not nice. (laughs) Don't have no friends. Don't have no friends. Has no no friends. (laughs) It, It does not pick up on social cues. Like, Greg is bad. Greg
0: doesn't even have 10K followers on Instagram. What a loser.
1: Oh my gosh. Okay, so Angela calls Claire. The only one, Claire and Jeannie and Gracie, the only people she can depend on. Gracie's in the ICU. Who knows what Jeannie's up to? Probably tending to the life that she's not been getting to because she's been parenting in the whole movie. Mm-hmm. So Angela calls Claire and is like, My hey, Claire, your ex-husband. What about him? A- Isn't he still a
2: private detective?
0: he could find something out about him, something to make him stop, some dirt, something. Angela, you're asking me to reach out to the guy that broke my heart? Claire, I am desperate
1: here. Please, I need to fight fire with fire, and I need you to do this tonight. So Claire's like, listen, I'll talk to my ex. And we'll get this sorted out. Of course, Franco's listening into all of this because as Angela said, everything is bugged.
0: I'm sorry. If my best friend asked me to talk to my ex, I don't care how best of whatever she done. She could have donated blood to me, bitch. it's not happening. The ex, I don't even have their number anymore. They're blocked.
1: What ex? I don't even know his name, her name. Well, everybody's done. I have no memory. Everybody's gone. Yeah. I would talk to my exes. They will not talk to me. So it would be like, hi. And they'd be like, who? And I'd be like, oh, okay, they're gone. Um, oh, so they yeah. They, yeah, it's a big, uh, <laughs> I've been excommunicated from all of their lives. Okay, so okay. we see Claire waiting at a bar to meet her ex and she sent over a cocktail. And the bartender's like, oh, that gentleman over there sent it over and points to Franco. So Franco has now followed Claire. And he comes over and he introduces himself as Eric. Megan, I'm tired. I'm tired. I can't do this.
0: But it's also like, how come Claire hasn't already seen a picture? I,
1: that's what of I'm. Franco wondering.
0: and Claire was at the work party, and that's the first thing I do as a best friend. Yes, when anybody, is, anybody is when a friend is mentioning somebody. I said, pull up a picture, let me see. Yes, I, I need to see the material. You. Let me see it. Yes, pull them up because right now. I need to
1: know if your excitement is warranted. Exactly. So somehow Franco and Claire hit it off. I have no idea how, and we're now cutting between Angela and Greg back at home and this bar. Scene. So, Angela and Greg, Angela is finally coming clean about her cheating. And Greg goes, so That was your response to go and cheat on me with Franco. In a way, that was pure comedy. Also, truly. more, I,
0: I could not stop laughing because it was just like, Yeah, yeah, Greg, we ain't never seen no other men in the movie. Yes,
1: yes, Franco. Yeah, Franco. <laughs> So he's disgusted and confused, like all of us. And then instead of like being mad about their marriage, Greg is like, I can't believe you would do this to me during the merger. Like, it's like still about the damn merger, Greg.
0: Well, that's crazy. You know what? That's crazy, Angela, because they're coming to pick up the
1: home tomorrow. Right. Vivian is le- moving in with Jeannie and we're moving to Tuscany, not, not Tuscany in Italy, Tuscany, the mobile home down by yeah. the river. That's where we're going to be living. Okay. <laughs> So now we're back with Claire and Franco, Eric, as he's introduced himself. And now Claire's back at his place with the dead niece photos everywhere. And now they're having sex. So they have sex. And then Claire texts Angela and is like, listen, my ex didn't show up, but I did snag this hottie and takes a picture of Franco Sleeping. and sends it to Angela. And Angela's like, no, 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 that's Franco. Get out of there. And instead of doing that, Claire's like, ah, girl, you're funny.
0: LOL. LOL, girl. Why are you being a hater? You just mad because you you in a fucked up marriage and I'm out here living my hot coochie
1: life. <laughs> so, Claire does not get out of there. Instead, she starts like poking around the apartment, goes into the dark room, and discovers what? All of the photos of victims. And now this is when I was truly terrified, because I was watching this at home alone. So Mm -hmm. we think he just killed the girl at the beginning. And then from this scene, we see stacks of women. So he is a serial killer. I don't think we've ever covered a serial killer before. I am afraid.
0: If you're gonna if you're gonna kill one and take photos, know that there's more. There's more. Yeah,
1: uh, you're wow. You're mm. right. I'm, I'm just naive. putting it out
0: there. You know, I watch. You know, I
1: watch. I watch the movie. Yeah, you're right. I watch the docs. Claire is text, still texting, not leaving, texting like, oh my god, he's killed a lot of women, just standing in his house, and so she finally goes to run, but she runs right into Franco. Da Yep. Angela calls the cops. They go to the house. They knock on the door. And then they go, that's all we can do. And and, and so Angela's like, no, 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 no. I know she's in there. I know she's in there. Here are the texts. She shows them the texts. And the female cop has the audacity to say, maybe she took your advice and left. Or maybe she's still in there having a nice night. Either way, there's nothing more we can do.
0: Well, I mean, she did text like, Hey, girl, I found a hottie. I found a hottie. Like if she's really showing her the text thread,
1: you know? Wow. Okay. so then they just up and leave. The cops go. Our job is done. They leave. So we see Claire inside tied to the bed while Franco is playing like very loud, scary music. One hour photo style and in his dark room doing devious stuff. So Angela, she has to. She has to take matters into her own hands. She finally does what Sydney has been calling for her to do. She goes to Jeannie's house. She opens the safe. She gets the gun. And then she leaves Vivian with Jeannie. And at this point, I'm like, have they parented Vivian at all? Can you just leave your no. children at other people's homes? Because I'll do that. Yeah. Yeah, you can. It's called Grandparents and Cousins. You've never heard of that? Ugh. I got to get my parents to move out here. So Franco is tracking Angela this entire time. Duh. And now he also has Claire's phone. Duh. And so when Angela gets to Franco's house, I hate this. I hate this. She finds that Claire has been stabbed to death. The
0: only brown baddie in the whole movie. She got to go. I'm so
1: upset. I'm so upset. Come on now. And there's a note on Claire that says, if you want to see your daughter alive, come home. Okay, so Angela's plan, get the gun, go to Franco. She does that, finds her best friend murdered. So now she thinks her daughter is in harm's way. So she has to go. I honestly, I'm really, really upset they killed Claire. Oh, girl, I, I,
0: again, I stopped, I had to take a break. And I really said, what's gonna stop me from pulling up one Lifetime and being like, my girl Claire,
1: why my girl Claire had to get it? Uh, so we cut to Franco At Angela and Greg's. He's put a record on. He's pouring himself a nice glass of wine and he's like basically playing house with a butcher knife in his hand. He's doing a one man show. Honey, I'm home. (laughs) Can I pour you a glass of wine? And Angela gets there, shoots him, but in the hand. And so he drops the knife and she goes upstairs looking for him, and she hears the recording of her saying, I fell in love with you, I fell in love with you, playing on the computer. And then he grabs her and throws the gun. So they're tussling, they're fighting, he backs her into the corner, and then he snaps a bunch of very close photos to her while like, making her repeat crazy stuff, but in the meantime, she is put it dropping her hand down, grabbing a bottle of wine from her wine collection, hoping it's not a, you know, 2002 Bordeaux and brings it up, bashes him with the wine bottle. She's able to get away, grab the gun, turns the gun on Franco and the gun is out of bullets. Oh my gosh. So they tussle, they fight. Angela is able to load more bullets into the gun. And I'm like, what's Angela's background, okay?
0: Yeah, I want to know more about Angela. We should have seen more of a backstory.
1: We've got a GI Angela situation, Mm -hmm. and then she shoots Franco. And then we see that Greg is tied up. And I'm glad, actually, he's tied up because I was very annoyed. I was like, where is Greg this whole time? I was like, he can't be with Franco because Franco's here. Right. And I'm, I'm sure he's doing merger stuff. Or maybe he is finally having sex with Lisa. But no, he's tied up. Okay. Justice for Greg in this one scene. He's tied up. So Angela rushes over to him. She's able to untie one of Greg's arms before Franco pops up from being shot now twice and bashed with a wine bottle. We've got a freaking Michael Myers on our hand. Mm -hmm. And then he chokes Angela, drags her, she falls down the stairs. Luckily, though, she's able to snatch his camera, his <laughs> prized possession, and brings the camera down with her. I see this staircase, and it, there's, it's like those stairs that are not connected. Yeah. And I'm thinking, Vivian should not have to grow up in this house. When they were
0: building the home, they weren't thinking about the child.
1: No, absolutely not. So Angela's now down at the bottom of the stairs. She's down bad. And thankfully... He does one redeeming thing in this film. Greg pops out of nowhere and shoots Franco dead. So Franco is dead. We have reached our culminating scene. The family is packed up, heading to Italy. We see that Gracie is alive. The dog has made it. Gracie is alive. Claire dead.
0: Okay. I heard you. I hear the message (laughs) loud and clear. Loud and clear. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it, but y'all... Y'all hear,
1: y'all see what happened. No, we do. Okay. And so Gracie is going to be watched by Jeannie. They need to bring Jeannie like a big present. But also why is she not on the trip? She gives and gives and gives because you know who is on the trip? Vivian. And I said, Uh, no, uh absolutely not. Vivian, go stay at your grandparents. You do not need to go to Tuscany. Uh, Yeah, Jeannie deserves to go on the trip. They should honestly cash in their tickets, give Jeannie the trip because it's Jeannie's gun. Jeannie's who watches Vivian. Jeannie is the true hero of this film. Yeah, and I would like to see a more backstory for her as well. She deserves. Because she's fun too. She's always like, hey mama, I love her. And then we see Greg and Angela kiss and that's the end. I wanted them to break up. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I knew they were going to stay together, but I just didn't know I who know. was going to make it. And I did not know that Claire wasn't going to make it.
1: Yeah, because it's like, oh, okay, Angela, why are you really mourned a long time? I, th- I almost, I was like, they're going <laughs> to, Jeannie's going to die.
0: Nope, Claire. I might boycott for, for Claire.
1: I wish that they at least had like Claire's ashes and they were bringing them to Tuscany. Megan, go to sleep, go to sleep. You have to go to bed. I think that would have been a nice tribute. <laughs> okay, so real hero, Jeannie. Real villain Greg. Yeah. Greg's the reason all this happened.
0: And the moral of the story is don't cheat on your pregnant wife. Okay. Thank she's you. always going to be thinking about that. And then yes. when she gets a chance or has PTSD and sees some like cute assistant, she's going to think that you're cheating again.
1: And then she's going to fuck the accountant. Yeah. She's going to try to murder the whole family. So, yep. So don't cheat because don't cheat. that was the domino that set off sin fidelity. Yep. Oh boy. Okay. Sydney. I'm so happy that you have been here with us. I believe Naomi will be back next week for our film, A Daughter's Plan to Kill. When Katie and Greg Carlisle invited Greg's, est- another Greg, right? Mm-hmm. Greg's estranged daughter, Samantha, to live with them. They had no idea that they would be inviting jealousy, violence, and deceit into their home to wreak havoc on their perfect life. Who boy you can watch this with your existing Lifetime Movie Club subscription or go to LifetimeMovieClub.com slash podcast for a seven day free trial okay Sin Fidelity is in the books A Daughter's Plan to Kill is up next and we will all be waiting and watching for Sydney Washington at the Emmys please oh my gosh please clap clap it up for me And you know what? I'd like to say that if you win and when, when you win, Mm -hmm. when you win and you make your speech, if you could end it with hashtag justice for Claire, Claire. you know,
0: I'm doing it for, I'm doing it for the girlies at lifetime. I'm doing it for y'all. So, you know, I got you
1: Sydney. Thank you so much for joining us listeners. Thank you for being here. Naomi will be back next week when we dive into a daughter's plan to kill who happy. I have a son. Thank you. See you next week. I love a Lifetime movie.
2: If you love Lifetime movies as much as we do, tune into Lifetime and LMN to watch all the new and classic movies that we can't get enough of. Check your local listings to find out what's airing on Lifetime and LMN because it just might be the movie we talk about next. And wait, there's more. Check out the new bomb Lifetime podcast, Crime of a Lifetime, where two amazing hosts take you beyond the headlines of a crime and they get into the nitty
1: gritty twists and turns of the story. Mm,
2: that's my jam. This
1: podcast would not be possible if it was just Naomi and me, for sure. Absolutely not. I Love a Lifetime Movie is produced by Aisha Jordan. With sound editing and
2: mixing by the Podglomerate.
1: Executive produced by Jesse Katz. With original music by Blake Maples. Hosted by me,
0: Sydney Washington.
1: And Megan, us. It
0: feels like we don't even need to say it, but yeah, we'll put ourselves in the credits. <laughs>